Welcome to the Converge One Tech Exchange, a podcast series that connects the technology community with top of mind insights that you can put into action. Converge One believes that leveraging technology to connect people with purpose is vital to achieve business outcomes. Please join our discussion and together, let's shape the future of the technology landscape in cloud, digital infrastructure, security, collaboration, customer experience, and beyond. Let's get our geek on. Are you feeling it, Calf? I am. I'm feeling it. Uh, this was a great movie in its time. This is a parody song, of course. But uh, I'm digging it. You can't not love Dolly. All right. Welcome to this episode of the uh, Converge One Tech Exchange. Um, I, I'm excited about this one, Kath. We've got uh, this parody kicking us off uh, from uh, Ellen or Elaine Wooston from the YouTube world. Yeah, how about that? I thought it was amazing. My name is Brett Lathrop. And I'm Kathy Sobos. Uh, thanks to all our crew who help us with the logistics in this show, the creation, and of course our content, which is inspired by our colleagues and industry mavericks who dare to question convention and fear no labor. You can find us on the website, ConvergeOne.com, uh, on LinkedIn, the YouTube channel, uh, Converge One. We're on Spotify, Calf, Apple Podcasts. It's crazy. We're right here. <laughs> I know. Twitter, uh, you can find me at Brett Lathrop. And I'm at Kathy Sobos. Good. All right, Kathy, we've got a great show for uh, for the audience today. Topic is, if only Dolly had Microsoft Teams, <laughs> 9 to 5 would have been a different movie. Indeed it would have. Hence our music today. Um, and we have special guests in studio, which is super fantastic as always. Always great to have guests. All right, let's have shouts first. I'll take I'll take the parody down. All right. All right. So I can hear your dulcet tones. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate that. There, and you're right. We, we do have shout outs today. Brett, we stand on the shoulders of giants. And today's shout out is to Jared Spataro, the corporate vice president of modern work for the fantastic session he presented during Microsoft Ignite in 2021 in March, just last month. And in this session, he talked about and showed in his own house how he had been squeezed to work in areas that he had never thought possible, like a closet with a laptop. Mm -hmm. And while he was feeding his dogs, who were named Copy and Paste, which I thought was great fun, he talked about very, how flexible funny, work yes. is here, right? And, and it's here to stay. And anyone can connect from their home or their office or anywhere in between. You know, those glimpses he gave us into the future of meetings that everyone can connect to from anywhere at any time were simply amazing. Microsoft has a mission to enable meetings that are fluid, dynamic, and cloud-powered where people can bring their best ideas. We can't wait to see what's next. Great shout, Kath. Yes, Jared. Excellent work. Way to be there for the industry. Indeed. Love it. Um, all right, Kath, let's get to introducing our guests. We have two of them in virtual studio today. 
I know. I'm very excited to uh, introduce Jeff Whalen. He's the, a director here at Converge One for our Microsoft team, and he leads a solutioning team that's focused on Microsoft and Citrix technologies. He strives to inspire change through education and has specialties that include, of course, Microsoft, cloud migrations, unified communications, and contact center. But before Converge One, Jeff worked for Cerner and helped modernize and transform their unified communications strategy from traditional tele telephony to Microsoft UC. He holds a Bachelor of Information Science and Technology, Computer Systems Networking and Telecommunications from Missouri University of Science and Technology. Welcome to us, Jeff. Man, I'm glad to be here. He's obviously way smarter than me with all of those know, things right? behind his. Yeah, I'm uh, all scary name. today. Yeah, I'm Absolutely. just saying. Well, who, who else I have do we the have? honor of introducing Kevin. I, ha I have the honor of introducing Kevin Martins of Microsoft. Kevin has over 20 years of technical industry experience in various uh, systems engineering and consulting roles with organizations such as Verizon, Hewlett Packard, uh, and uh, Microsoft. Kevin has consulted on many complex, uh, both premise, hybrid, and cloud engagements across commercial, federal, and de defense industries. So wide, wide capability Watch there. Out. Has presented at many. <laughs> Yeah, touch them all. Has presented at uh, Microsoft and industry conferences and writes his own Microsoft TechNet blog. Uh, he's now into his 10th year at Microsoft. He currently leads the team of collaboration and cybersecurity architects who assist the Microsoft partners in the design of customer solutions based on Teams, Microsoft Teams, cybersecurity and compliance products. Woo, welcome, Kevin. Hey, Got a big win for Microsoft in, in the house. <laughs> I know. I love you, it. Very exciting. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on today. It's uh, great to be here with you, uh, Kathy and, and Bretts, and of course, Jeff. Uh, so I was remembering when you were doing your shout out about the Microsoft Ignite session uh, that you mentioned. Um, and in that presentation, Jared also talked about Microsoft Teams and how they've released over 100 different features in just the past year. You know, and a lot of those obviously are are to enable that richer work from home experiences that we've all been using uh, here over the past year due to the pandemic. Um, but he also acknowledged that we've got a lot more to do and we've got a lot more in store. So I, for one, I, I can't wait to see what's in store for the next 100 features uh, when they finally release those over the next year or, or, or so. So, yeah, very, uh, very great product. Uh, I, I love working with it every day. It's fantastic. Uh, definitely um, cloud orientation has allowed those features and uh, developments to happen at a record pace that we never have seen previously, which is really exciting. Um, hey, so Kathy, let's tee up the chat um, and let's level set on this. Um, as you know, I like to do. If, if you didn't know by now, <laughs> uh, if you've been trapped under something heavy, audience, right? Microsoft Teams, and the UCAS, UC as a service it represents, is the real deal, right? Not only that, but, you know, for the, the Unified Communications as a service basics, but the direct routing approaches um, that they use have quickly become really getting standard, right? I mean, you know, obviously, Kath, you want to talk with more than just your own team, which are on the platform, right? And so... Uh -huh. 
the standards by which that Microsoft environment from a voice perspective can then launch off into the public switch telephone network and other interconnected environments is also becoming right pretty standard. Um, so I didn't bring these two wonderful gentlemen on this call to uh, this conversation to to talk about those things that are already there. What I want out of these two fine gents is the next layer of that onion, right? What is the next kind of pain points or best practices that I know this audience is demanding? They're like, come on, Lathrop, I, I get that. That We know that the voice is going crazy with Microsoft Teams, and we know that we can get them connected into the normal public switch telephone network like we're used to. I'm like, that's 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 old school. I want the the next the next slice of that. So yeah, let's get yeah, into that. Absolutely. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's peel that onion back. And and uh, I don't know if anyone's been trapped under something heavy, right? To your point, um, they may be, uh, but certainly Microsoft Teams is uh, is a platform that we really need to discuss here. So I want to start off with Jeff Whalen. Um, hey Jeff, you know you're out there. You're leading a systems integrator and solutioning practice here at Converge One, but it's focused on Microsoft, right? Um, so what are things that are important to you when you're thinking about our integration with Microsoft? Well, I mean, right now with the team space, we're really trying to focus on a couple different areas. But as Brett mentioned, it's kind of coming table stakes to bring voice into teams. But now it's what's the next step? We hear a lot of customers out in the space say, well, I can do 80% of my users on Teams, but what do I do with the other 20% that might be in a contact center, for instance, or you know, mm -hmm. part of that customer experience journey? Mm -hmm. How do we handle that? What, what are the next steps? Or it's the opposite. Well, I can't migrate to Teams yet because I've got to figure out what I'm going to do with, with my legacy contact center before I make that move so I can have a good plan. And it's one of the things we've really tried to address with our customers. There's a lot of different solutions out there. Microsoft's not a contact center company and they've never claimed to be. They always leverage the, the business partners to really create the solution that's right for the end customer. And that's one of the things that we can help consult around is, okay, what makes sense? What features do you actually need? Or this is the time to talk about modernization. You're making a big change. You're making a big shift why not incorporate some new things into that portfolio? And that's one of the areas that we can help with our customers is what's the right fit from a, from a platform perspective for Contact Center? And then how does that integrate into Teams? Is it a native integration? Is it a SIP handoff? What's the right fit um, for their end, end users in the Contact Center, right? Do they want screen pops? Yeah, so. I just want to kind of double click on the modernization piece, right? I think one of the things that frustrates a lot of us is when people say, just do it like for like, <laughs> and, and you're completely changing environments here. It's really difficult to do like for like, and why wouldn't you want to take advantage of some of the great features and functionality that are now available to you out there? You want to comment on that? Yeah, one of the things, and, and actually something that, we've been trying to work on at, at Converge One is actually incorporating some of those new features, making a more native team solution. And, and Kevin's seen some of this as well. And, and having that open platform to be able to develop on, creating bots, creating automation, uh, business process automation, RPA, these are all things that we can natively integrate with the Microsoft platform with a contact center. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the great things is being able to integrate those new features. We, we talked about modernization. A lot of that comes down to automation you know, looking up people's information when they call in, don't have to ask them all the same information that they just entered the three previous prompts. 
having that available and being able to do that automatic lookup from a bot perspective is, is second to none. Right, right. That certainly frustrates the uh, end user or the customer to no end. How about just basic telephony, Jeff? Do you want to spend a little bit of time telling me what you're seeing uh, with regard to Microsoft Teams and basic telephony? Probably the biggest area that we've seen a pain point is really the attendant council. So Microsoft hasn't, they don't create attendant council. They once again, want the partner community to do that and have the right features and, and functionality that a customer needs. Um, up till recently, that's not, that's been a pain point because there hasn't been anything available. Mm, okay. Just announced yesterday, one of our business partners, Landis Technologies, they actually just came out with an attendant council that's native to Teams. Uh, Matt Landis has been in the industry a really long time. He's the cloud PBX guru from back in the day. A lot of people have followed this blog and myself included. And they just launched that. And that product has been the top product in the Skype for Business link world forever. But now they just came out with for Microsoft Teams and it's going to be a game changer. Very exciting. Very exciting. So, Jeff, I mean, what I'm hearing you say, if, I, if I'm a firm out there listening to the podcast, you know, you're going to, of course, have access to Microsoft people around Teams and your migration there and that. But you're also looking for people who can handle a variety of those interconnected place, you know, elements, right? That you're definitely going to quickly be into other applications beyond what the the initial IT team might be thinking about around Teams and collaboration and video conferencing and and all those basic tool sets, but but adjacent areas pretty quick that are going to come up. And so be thinking about that, add that into your your research of who you're going to work with and and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, and to expand on that a little bit, Brett, one of the big things that we see with Teams is it's not just voice, it's not just video, it's not just meetings, it's not just collab, it's not just document management. Now, all of a sudden, when we started talking about voice, now all of a sudden we're into a SharePoint conversation. How are we going to manage data? Now it's a security conversation. So you really need to be taking a multifaceted approach. Don't just focus on the one workload that's right in front of you to get done. Think about it holistically. Uh, working with a financial customer last summer, they said, we're just moving to Teams for voice. Didn't think about all the implications from, okay, what are you doing around SharePoint online? Oh, we're not there yet. Or are you using OneDrive? Don't even know what it is. Those are the conversations that we have. Since we're not just a voice or collaboration partner, we can really address all those areas of teams, not just one particular workload within a client. Yeah, it makes sense for them to find a, a pretty fully rich type of partnering scenario. Cool. Let's, and, let's... and just to uh, Brett, just real quick to add on what, what Jeff was yeah. saying. This is Kevin. Um, you know, Jeff, uh, you mentioned that you know you mentioned you know when a customer wants to go down one route to solve one solution, right? But it, it brings up so many other questions, and so you know, so you can go in so many different directions. But what a lot of people I don't think realize is that a lot of the times there's no more licensing involved. Once you're already going down the road of, you know, you bring in Teams Calling, for example, and now you talk about SharePoint services and Exchange services and and other areas chances are you're already paying for that. You're at that licensing tier where you're already paying for these other services and you don't even know about it, right? But that's where mm. you and your team come in to help expose that and help to have those conversations to figure out where people need to go, where they want to go, and then come up with the right solution for them. <clears throat> yeah, great point, Kevin. Um, and and so let's get you in on this more specifically, right? I mean, speaking from a Microsoft perspective, uh, disclaimer inserted, everybody. He doesn't speak for Microsoft, but he is a Microsoft individual. Um, like, what's the latest and greatest in this space for you? I mean, from your perspective, uh, for example, um, 
what's the practical platform success things? What really makes it sing? What really brings the full value? Um, you know, the people out there listening to us need to know um, and add this into the kind of that actionable work that they're doing in this space. Again, you know, again, our, our podcast is about great. We can talk to you thoroughly, but like what are the real things that meet the road that they actionable things they can do out of this conversation that get them down that, that path? Yeah. Um, great, great question. And I, I think in, in terms of, again, peeling back the onion, right. Um, there's, you know, teams has, you know, our last uh, publicized number was uh, 115 million daily active users. That's a lot of people, unique That's people every day logging into the platform to get work done from so many different locations around the world. A lot of people out there using this. Uh, so in peeling back the onion, Teams is is so much more than, again, in the spirit of, you know, so much more than what I think people realize, not just from the licensing, but from a capability standpoint, right? So we all know that the Teams, or most of us know that Teams is a great, safe and secure place to have those instant messages, right? To share files, share desktop screens, to have meetings. Um, but uh, the, the secondary area that um, that a lot of people I think are just now come to understand and asking those types of questions is around the telecommunication space, right? Uh, taking on telecom loads, um, whether you're you own a doctor's office down the, the street, right? Or if you're a massive global uh, organization of 150,000 employees, Microsoft Teams can take on that functionality. Think of PBX functionality. You dial into a general number. Maybe it's an 800 number. Maybe it's a local number. Teams can provide that. You hear an announcement. You know, welcome to organization such and such, or press one for this, two for that. And then what happens? Well, teams can handle that. And where we can't, you know, there might be a very specific feature out there that someone's after. That's where, like Jeff was talking about, we turn to a partner like Alandis Technologies, where they then plug in and provide that functionality. Uh, so think about it this way. Um, during the pandemic, you know, office phones were still ringing, but it became a challenge to have them answered because everyone had moved to a home office. Well, with Teams, those numbers follow the users. They follow and will ring the desktop app when you're logged into it. They'll ring you on, a, on your iOS Teams app, your Android Teams app. And then, you know, we'll also ring on desk phones and headsets and, and literally hundreds of different models by so many different manufacturers out there where users can make and receive those calls from anywhere they are, right? There's, there's, there's so many different customer um, stories out there that we like to talk about. When I think about a, a very recent one from a customer like Toyota, and this, this is public on, on Microsoft's website, um, Toyota had 40,000 employees migrated in just over three weekends to Microsoft calling as a space as a result of the pandemic. They had to keep their business going. Uh, right. So not only did they do things that quickly, but they had something called, and this was interesting, it was called Rate My Call. So it was a rating of the call quality and what happened. Well, the Rate My Call, the, the satisfaction rate actually went up as a result of the team's migration in just that short period of time. Yeah. So, man, there, there's a lot going on there. But, you know, when I think about, okay, Teams is a chat platform. Teams is a collaboration platform, a, a calling platform, PBX. But then we get into something else. And this is beyond all of that. This is Teams as a development platform. So think about how you work today. 
right? And you may have an app you might go into for to take care of one workflow, and maybe you'll have to open up another app to do something else. And yet, maybe there's a third app to do, do yet something else yeah. that, that's going on. Standard, yeah. Yeah, you can take those apps now, and you can port those in to Microsoft Teams. So now you can do all of your work in one interface within Teams. And you know that that work to get those apps ported over that might just be a little bit of development work, or maybe you can use something like the the Microsoft Power Platform where it's more of a graphical development uh, environment. So it's a low code, no code environment is what we call it. Uh, take a take um, something standard that that many of us may do. We we might have uh, our employer may use ADP to process our payroll. Well, ADP, you know, I've got to go out to their website. I've got to log in. I've got to do this. I've got to do that to get to that information. Well, what about a Teams app by ADP that I can bring out from the store and I have a single sign-on experience? So I just right. click on that app. There's my W-2 if I if I need that or my pay stub from the last pay period. These common yeah. things are now, like I said, they're all included in that single uh, Teams interface. Uh, so... When I think about, um, you, again, you asked to peel back the onion, you know, there's, there's so many different layers of Microsoft Teams. There's so much capability that's out there that, um, again, a lot of people may not realize uh, that, that it's actually there. And that's where I, I would tell a large organization that if you're going down this journey of looking at Teams, you're on a great path, right? But right. bring in a partner, bring in someone who does this all of the time. Um, and that's that's where you you can really have those conversations conversations to start to expose um, it really all the capabilities that are that are out there that you may not realize are, are there mm-hmm. but that can, that can provide so much more for your user environment and enhance and, and hopefully increase productivity for them too. Yeah, so Kevin, I know I, I said what, a lot there. No, uh, no, no. I love what you're laying down there, and um, because there's a lot in it, right, Kath? What I heard was obviously COVID stress test this platform at a global level in a way that that's why I was being a little cheeky in the opening. If you weren't trapped under something heavy, you, <laughs> if you haven't noticed that got pushed to the test and there's, we, really? aren't, we aren't being soft anymore. I'm personally in the marketplace as a influencer, not suggesting that Microsoft shouldn't be in play here. They are, it's the real deal. It's worth reviewing, Indeed. right? Indeed. And then, yeah. and then, and then more importantly, what I think Kevin's bringing out is because of the way it's been built in a modern architectural arrangement, mm-hmm. it's allowing for more agile orientation, which is what we're seeing in a lot of the way we All do over. things. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't actually usually think of Microsoft necessarily in agile formats like that, but it is. You can have a small little group doing a one little thing with one little tab in Teams mm-hmm. that it builds from there and becomes something more important to you over time. And that's really cool, right? Um, I just think that there's, a, there's a lot there with that. that gives There's it, a gives tremendous it amount there. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And so, you know, I have a question for Jeff, right? Given all of the things that Kevin just talked about here, Jeff, collaboration, calling platforms, development platforms, multifaceted approaches, all the capabilities that he was describing here. How, how are you dealing with that in your practice? How can you help our it's actually given us a new It's been giving us a new avenue to do things. So what I mean by that, just recently we're working with a customer on, on a fairly large uh, rollout of teams for a large local government in California. And uh, they got 80 locations, you know, 11,000 users. And they wanted something to track inventory. 
And normally we'd be like, okay, we got to do .NET development. We got to create a custom app. We got to do all these things. And now we've got four different groups involved to create one simple application. We're actually using Power Apps hmm. and we're embedding it into Teams. And the cool thing about that is we're going to create this inventory management system. We're going to have traditional, um, you know, resource tagging, allocations, and we'll have real-time shipping information all built into this app. And it's, once again, like a low-code, no-code kind of um, application that we're building, leveraging all the online platforms, embedding it into Teams. So when they want to see how the project's doing, you've got the status that we've got with the customer. We've got the cadence. We've got the chat. They can click another tab that's called inventory and it brings them into that power app and everything's right there. Wow. And that's, that's something we get, you know, when we talk about that with customers, you know, outside of that one example, they're saying, I never even thought we could do something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. a few years ago, it would have taken us probably a few months, probably six months if I had to guess of development time, you know, probably about a month of testing, making sure it worked before we put it sure. in front of the customer. Now we're talking about in the matter of weeks, we've got something that's ready to go out the door and integrate into teams natively. Um, and so it, it's, it's a game changer for us as a, as a business partner, because we're not spending all the time on the development and uh, the testing. We can focus on what's the business value and how do we get to that outcome? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, that's really the, the nice collaboration here between what we do and what Microsoft does, right? Pulling both of those things together, the platform, the extensibility of it, and then the consulting piece of it, really understanding what the customer needs and wants and seeing how we can develop to that in order to enhance their business. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and Jeff, also in that is, of course, observability, right? There's there's certain things about the connected environment that pe- people out there looking at this need to consider as well, right? Yep. I would absolutely agree with that. I think, you know, when we start looking at different solutions, different platforms, you want to be able to have where anybody can contact someone else in the organization and have that look ahead presence and being able to see what they're working on. Um, you know, one of the one of the things that the 365 platform that you really start to see is something that uh, people don't talk about Delve a lot. But what's interesting is I work on a document out in Teams and say it's something in offer management, Brett, and someone's saying, hey, can you review this for me? Great. Well, that same person that created that document and sent it to me to share, I can go out and I can see some other things that he's working on or she's working on, mm-hmm. right, in the organization. Mm-hmm. And start to see, is this pertinent to what I'm doing? Well, actually, you know what? It's kind of adjacent to one of maybe the things that we're about to roll out in a few months. And we can kind of collaborate on that. I can make comments and do all that right from that one application. You can see things like org charts, which I know for a lot of people, um, it's kind of interesting. They want to see who else is on that team and how can we partner with them? How can we get more integrated? That's the kind of thing you get with looking at a platform like this and why it's such a game changer. Man, I love that. I love that. Wonderful. Any 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 parting uh, thoughts on that, Kevin? I I hear the music. That may mean that we gotta <laughs> shuffle off. But <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Uh, I love the music too. Um, but when it comes to collaboration, uh, in like what Jeff was describing, that that's a game changer, especially when we're all virtual. You know, if we're uh, if I have to take a Word document and split it up between five people, all five people are in the same document at one time, and we can see what each other is writing, and. It's just as soon as can be. It all comes together, and we've got a wrap of that that board document. It's done. Uh, it's wow. amazing technology how it syncs and how fast it is. Yeah, that's for sure. 
Fantastic. Well, gentlemen, Jeff, Kevin, thanks for joining us on the Tech Exchange. It's been fantastic. We picked good again, Kathy. We're on a roll. We are. We're lucky. Um, And, of course, we can keep talking all day, but unfortunately, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for all those likes and listens. The Converge One Tech Exchange podcast comes out regularly. Questions, comments, topic ideas. Please comment, contact us, we'll engage. You might even make the show. Who knows? Who knows? That was fun. It was. May the work you all do be animated with purpose. And thanks for stopping by. Thanks for joining the Converge One Tech Exchange. If you have a topic you'd like to hear about, send your request to techexchange at convergeone.com. And please follow Converge One on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook for updates about new episodes.